Yellow, welcome to another episode of Censored News. This is Trey. I'm one of your hosts tonight. We have Joe coming right up. We have a very great episode ahead of us. Um, if you've even been paying the slightest of attention to anything, then you know January 6th unselect committee has blown up. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into in some Elon Musk stuff um, and Pothole Pete. Um, I'm going to shoot it over to Joe. Oh. Almost forgot, we can't forget, the vision of Censored News, right, is to educate, equip, and mobilize we the people. Uh, sorry, guys, I almost forgot that. But anyways, let's take it over to Joe. Joe spins, y'all know what he does. He spends his free time going through, sifting through all the fake news to find out what's being most censored and what they don't want us to hear. So, Joe, take it away with some uh, censored news, rapid news. Awesome deal. Hey, and welcome everyone to this evening. Starting off this episode is with Carrie Lake. She was the gubernatorial candidate for Arizona. She has received some good news this week from the Arizona State Supreme Court. And as you know, last week she did file her case against the election fraud. The court has decided to expedite the hair hearing regarding this lawsuit against Maricopa County election officials and the former Democratic Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs. Elon Musk has suggested Monday that he may be compelled to place propaganda warnings on tweets posted by CNN after it emerged that the network actively discouraged staff not to look into or share any COVID lab information as this was a talking point for President Trump. China has stated that if the United States does not hit the brakes, but continues to speed down the wrong path, no amount of guardrails can prevent derailing, and then they surely will be conflict and confrontation from the Chinese government. In Israel this week, the U.S. State Department has been funding a left-wing organization that is helping to promote anti-government protest aimed at bringing down Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and his judicial reforms. James Comer, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, announced Monday that it's launching an investigation into the Department of Defense after it's failed its audit for the fifth time and was unable to account for 61% of its $3.5 trillion in assets. The scandal is being revealed as the Treasury Department will testify before the House Oversight Committee on Friday about its withholding of 150 suspicious activity reports generated by the Biden family and their associates by unusual foreign or high-dollar transactions. The activists who are pushing more states to adopt assisted suicide laws for terminally ill patients are framing their agenda using the same bodily anatomy argument that the abortion activists used to convince the Democrat lawmakers to pass the legislation. These assisted suicide activists, whom the Washington Post calls aid-in-dying advocates, claim that if a lawmaker supports a woman's right to control her own body with regards to pregnancy, the same logic should apply to a terminally ill patient's right to end hers, his or her own suffering. Well, everyone, that wraps up rapid news for this episode. Coming up next, 
Trey will be getting into January 6th and what we know now. And from this, we learn two things. One, you're getting close to what they really care about. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why is it so important that they would degrade themselves by telling such obvious lies and calling for censorship? Why? What are they trying to protect? That might be worth exploring, and we plan to. And the second thing that we learn from this is that they're on the same side. The Senate Majority Leader joins the Senate Minority Leader. Tom Tillis, Mitt Romney, <laughs> they're all on the same side. So it's actually not about left and right. It's not about Republican and Democrat. Here you have people with shared interests, the open borders people, the people, <laughs> the people like Mitch McConnell who are living in splendor on Chinese money, the people who underneath it all have everything in common are all aligned against everyone else. And that would include almost all news organizations in this country as well. And so if you're watching this, it might be kind of interesting to keep a list because one thing we learned today is that they're all in agreement with each other. They kind of outed themselves. They sort of showed their membership cards and whatever club this is to the public. So keep a list. If you want to know who's actually aligned, despite the illusion of partisanship, we found out today. And welcome back. <clears throat> that was Tucker, Tucker Carlson um, as he exposes the establishment uniparty. Like he said, they're all on the same side. This isn't news to us, um, but these January 6th segments and Tucker Carlson, he is doing some major, what we like to call red peeling, uh, red pilling. Uh, what does that mean? That is means, <clears throat> sorry. What's that mean? That means people that are normal, your casual Fox News viewers, people who don't do too much research, who believe what's on their TV, people who watch CNN, MSNBC, all these people that don't really know what's going on, red-pilling, what Tucker is doing is is injecting the truth, the raw truth to them and kind of waking them up, right? So that's there's a mass awakening happening, um, especially this week. So Let's jump into it. So if you haven't been watching, two nights in a row now, Tucker Carlson has got up and has been showing the 41,000 hours of January 6th footage that the unselect committee doesn't want us to know. Let them go free now, Trump posted today. Tucker Carlson, he vindicated the prisoners of January 6th on Monday night with the release of Capitol security footage, just like we said, revealing evidence that the quote-unquote insurrection of 2021 was a pretty much giant scam, which is what we've known, and that it was perpetrated by the January 6th committee. This is what Trump had to say about it. Congratulations to Tucker Carlson on one of the biggest scoops as a reporter in U.S. history. Trump wrote that on True Social. He also wrote this. The new surveillance footage of the January 6th events sheds an entirely different light on what actually happened. The unselect committee was a giant scam and has now unequivocally been stamped as criminal fabrications of the most important day. Pelosi and McConnell failed on security. The police story is sad and difficult to watch. Trump and most others are totally innocent. Let them go free now. 
that was Trump, and he's he's right. Um, we all knew it was a scam. We knew it was a setup to the get-go. We knew they were hiding evidence, and now Tucker is giving us all the evidence we need. Tucker went on to say this, For more than two years, we have wondered why some in the crowd that day who seemed to be inciting violence were never indicted for it. We assume these were federal agents of some sort. We can still assume that. And in fact, there are many examples of behavior we saw on those tapes that didn't seem to make sense. Men in civilian clothes holding, op holding open doors for protesters, <laughs> escorting others through the Capitol. Uh, Ray Epps, anybody? Does that ring a bell? Um, never arrested. Totally living his best life right now, right? Um, one of the segments from Carlson's presentation of the footage even shows a Capitol Police officer escorting the famous QAnon shaman, Jacob Chansley, through the building. So y'all remember, right, the crazy guy, fur hat, no shirt, war paint. You remember that guy, the horns? Well, it turns out that he never breached the Capitol illegally. He was led in by a group of police officers, and we have the footage of them walking him around, showing him the entire the entire place. And for record, he was sentenced to 41 months in prison for his quote-unquote role in the so-called riot, which we now know for him wasn't a riot as much as a guided tour ending in a photo op courtesy of the police. We have footage of those Capitol Police escorting the Q shaman directly into the most ideal place for them to fill their psych op. Not only were the feds embedded within the crowd, but Capitol Police were positioning the most outlandish people in front of the cameras on purpose. Remember, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, they hired Hollywood cameramen and editors. They hired them to be there on January 6th that day. Those same people were hired by the January 6th Unselect Committee, right, to piece together and, and cut and create a narrative, right? This was all a big psychop. This was all a big sham. It was a setup. January 6th was a false flag designed to destroy Donald Trump and the patriots who support him and the Constitution. It cannot be understated how big of a blow this is, having this footage out there, uh, to the deep state's artificial narrative about what actually happened. The Capitol Police lead the most outlandish man in the crowd directly into this photographic position because they knew the sheep would eat up this narrative without hesitation. All they had to do was get these people, the craziest people they could find, escort them safely, and put them in the best position so these people can get their pictures and their videos Right, because they want us to look like a deranged conspiracy theorist when in reality, January 6th was a conspiracy planned by the same people who hate Trump. Who's that? The uniparty globalist, just like what Tucker was saying. So now the question becomes this Who gave the police and the feds their orders? Where did that come from? Pelosi, McConnell, right? Milley, Barr, who, who, who gave them these orders? The mayor? of D.C., right? Speaker McCarthy's release of the security footage from January 6th brings a measure of justice, right, to those who attended the protest at the Capitol building that day, right? And Cash Patel even was posting about it all day today, said this, what happened, all these people being prosecuted should have every single charge dropped, right? Because they 
it, there was prosecutor, pro, uh, uh, prosecutor's misconduct that went on. They did not follow the law. They actually broke the law when withholding all of these 41,000 hours of videotape. All right. So look at this. This is what Carlson said. He says it doesn't answer every question about January 6th, but it does prove beyond a doubt that the Democrats in Congress, assisted by Adam Kingsinger and Liz Cheney, lied about what happened that day. They are liars. That is conclusive. And the fact that and the fact should for in that fact, sorry, should prevent them from ever being taken seriously ever again. That's what Tucker said. And so then Trump even posted again later today, Tucker Carlson is a must watch tonight, releasing more video, which was hidden by the crooked January 6th unselect committee. They should be prosecuted for their lies. Quite frankly, treason. That's what he said. So this post is great because Trump is saying the following people should be charged with treason. Benny Thompson, Adam Schiff, Jamie Raskin, Liz Cheney, Adam Kingsinger, Zoe Logren, Pete Aguilar, Stephanie Murphy, Elaine Laura, um, Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, all these people, and rightfully so, all of them, every single one should be should be arrested and charged with treason, not just for the setup, not just for rigging the election, but what they have been putting this country through for two years, doing a parade, a kangaroo court, right? Arresting people illegally, having them held and charged illegally without allowing them proper evidence, withholding evidence from the courts. They should be charged with treason and arrested. Just to be clear, the J6 Unselect Committee lied about how Brian Sicknick died. They lied about Barry Loudermilk uh, talk, taking uh, rioters on a recon mission. They lied about Josh Hawley running away. They lied about Ray Epps being a credible witness. They lied about every single aspect on the J6 Committee. Now that they're being caught, look at Schumer, McConnell, Pelosi, all the media today. Total chaos. Total panic. Chuck Schumer pleads with uh, Rupert Murdoch to stop Tucker Carlson from releasing more footage. He says that millions of Americans are furious. Yeah, we're furious at you for lying at us. He says that if it does not stop, it could lead to another January 6th. Panic. <laughs> they are threatening us with another January 6th. Their narrative is collapsing. Truth and sunlight are destroying their lies. Put it all out in the open. Truth will come out. McConnell was saying pretty much the same thing. He's a freaking coward. Now we know 100% McConnell was in on the setup. He was in on the cover-up. He was in on the rig of the election. We know that. The way he's been acting, we know that. Just as they stole the 2020 election, they concocted this setup to help seal the steal. Now they're caught red-handed. We have the video proof. The left has been covering up for two years. It's time, it's past time to free every single non-violent January 6th prisoner immediately and prosecute feds like Ray Epps and everybody else there undercover for perpetrating a false flag on the American people. Then when they're done with that, Nancy Pelosi must give an account of her part in this atrocity. She needs to be arrested. McConnell needs to be arrested. Schumer needs to be arrested. Every single person in our government involved needs to be arrested arrested the january 6th boomerang is just beginning to turn back around for we the people and if you look at everything that's gone over gone 
on over the past two weeks, it's clear the system is finally starting to freak out because MAGA is on the move. The attacks against Trump and MAGA supporters will kick into high gear, right? Get ready. They're going to kick into high gear as we get closer to 2024. We're at the cusp of taking our country back, right? So you better believe it. They're not going to go quietly. The deep state, the uniparty, they're going to go kicking and screaming, and they're going to fight us to the very end. So get ready. It's coming. All right, great. Thanks for thanks for listening to that. We're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we got Joe. We're going to start off with his thoughts on January 6th, and then we're going to move into uh, a couple other topics before we get to our education. See you right back. Hey, welcome back, everyone. <clears throat> Excuse me. A um, couple, couple thoughts on that. One is this. I still don't like the fact that all the 41,000 hours have only been released to Tucker Carlson because we still don't know if we're getting the right information. So we're getting mm -hmm. bombshell information, and it's making the left um, go stir crazy because it's exposing them. But are we getting the right information would be yeah. the question. And so the other thing is this, is that if we're, we're going to get all this news from, from Fox and then say in a month from now, they decide to give it out to other news networks. Well, once those other news networks review it and find information that Fox didn't reveal, they're going to reveal it, but it's not going to have the same zap on the mm -hmm. people as this initial in, uh, information right now. And so that's a little bit concerning. I don't like I don't like that, but I am impressed uh, that he is bringing stuff out. Now, why the heck they uh, Congress hasn't moved faster to uh, let these people out of prison? I don't know. you know, why is Kevin McCarthy not pushed more? to have these people released, mm -hmm. you know, where, why, why is there still hesitancy there? Uh, I don't know. All the cover up. There's just, what they need to do is there's a holding cell. Congress actually has a holding cell in the basements. What they need to do is all these people lying to them, Dr. Fauci, Pelosi, all these Democrats that are lying, coming under oath, all these Biden admin lying under them, start holding them in contempt for lying under oath until they start releasing January 6th. Hold them, you know? Yeah. Well, fire, I, fire with fire, you know? These people, they're holding them. They're, they're not releasing them. Not sure why McCarthy's not releasing them already, but or fighting to release them. You have a few people out there, you know, calling for it. But, you know, until, until we start playing their game, you know, and arresting them for their actual crimes, you know, nothing. I don't, it's going to be hard. Yeah, I don't know why uh, why he's not pushing to get these people released. Because here's the other thing. Those people all have statements that the people need to hear. Yep. You know, those people, mm -hmm. I'm sure if you check those people's, um, well, not necessarily because these are all the innocent ones. Mm -hmm. But they're, they're going to have, you know, they've been sitting in a cell. What have they been doing? They've mm -hmm. just been repeating over and over what Capitol Police said to them, what Capitol Police did with yeah. them. They know the story fresher than anything because it hasn't been able to leave the cell yeah. room, you know? Yep. yep. 
So get those people out, get those people to come out and testify and say, Hey, you know, this is actually mm-hmm. what happened. And through somewhere in the 41,000 hours of videotape, you're going to see me having this conversation with whoever the officer was. Yep. So that's big there and why it's moving slow. I'm not sure, but I think a lot of times government is just drags their feet. Yep. And they, and once they start releasing them, they know that the real story, those people are going to talk. They know the minute they're released, they're going to talk. They're not going to talk about just about January 6th and what happened. They're going to talk about I I imagine there being I mean there's a few of them that have given interviews on um uh I can't remember the show the cowboy show uh anyways it comes on late at night anyways um but they're going to talk about how they were mistreated in prison right how it was basically a, how it's been basically a goulash right how they've been denied rights they've been denied their civil rights they've been denied been denied their constitutional rights right basically tortured so they're terrified of what's going to come out the minute these guys get out so they're going to fight it it's going to be tough to get these guys out you know it might take trump coming back and doing a pardon you know but they need to get out asap and they need to be put in front of a camera Absolutely. Yeah. Then then they have the conversation with people like even to think that, hey, it's two years Mm -hmm. uh, before we're even getting this information on the January 6th footage is just crazy. But immediately red flags go up. Like when you were saying when Chuck Schumer is saying, hey, don't release any more information Mm -hmm. because it's going to cause another January 6th. He's terrified. Hmm, we're getting close. Yeah. We're getting really close. You he's know, terrified. What would it would make? It would cause another January six. So what he's saying is, what we will see will piss us off enough to where we need to go and confront him again, right? So that's what he's saying. So you read between the lines. You know, it's gonna it's gonna cause another January six. What he really means is, oh, uh, they're gonna find out we're lying. They're going to see what we've been hiding and it's going to piss them off enough to come do something. You know, mm-hmm. that's, yep. that's what he's saying. Yeah, exactly. They're terrified or, or try to, or try to mimic up something again. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's just this, it's this unending ball of lies that eventually will, will stop and they have nowhere to run. And mm-hmm. we're and and like Trey said, we're getting close. We're getting really close with that. Um, one of the one of the other things I want to bring up and, and just touch on it briefly was Pete Buttigieg, Pothole Pete. Uh, I know you have a different name for him, but uh, everyone's kind of Trump has his name for him. Boot Edge Edge is what he calls him. And um, something I want to bring up is the the Biden administration, and we touched on this briefly in the last episode, was that they're not hiring qualified people. No, like. The these people that they're <clears throat> bringing in are just some of the most de-qualified people, but also in this instance, like gross, gross, yeah. and their diversity hires. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's just yeah. there's no reasoning behind them. And what we had in this last week come out is that Pete Buttigieg mentored. I'm going to forget the guy's name here, but he mentored a mayor of a city. And that mayor is now being held on 56 accounts of child pornography charges. Mm-hmm. And Pete Buttigieg was his mentor. And, and now this close, is the guy yeah. that's in charge of, yeah, this is the guy that's in charge of transportation. And so it all comes down to these these people are, are not 
hiring the best people to help the country. And if you think Joe Biden is bad, you got to think again. Joe Biden is doing a horrible job, Mm -hmm. but it's the people his administration is made of that are doing a bad job. They're the ones running the show. Yes. The people that are running the show, it all takes little pieces of pepperoni to make Mm -hmm. a whole pizza. Well, all the pieces of pepperoni are bad. Mm -hmm. And so the thing just absolutely is a mess. And here we have the the head of transportation. We had another train derail. And and in, oh, I'm going to forget the city here. Anyways, it's just a mess. He's trying to figure out, hey, Southwest Airlines, you guys need to have better customer service. Like this whole thing. And and you think you're the one that's qualified to tell us how to run our multi-billion dollar companies. And, and most likely, you're a criminal with child porn uh, charges against you that we just haven't found yet. Yeah. You know, like these people are the most unqualified, unprofessional. Um, Scumbags. Yeah, just just filthy, just gross. Like honestly, just gross. And they're the ones that are 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 supposed to lead us. And so, if you think of this in transportation, who the heck does he have in charge of education? Because education is going to flow down from that, you know. Yeah. And then why what we're being taught in schools? So there's always a piece. And Trey and I've been talking about this in our education is that there's so many pieces to the puzzle that make up a good administration or a bad administration. Mm -hmm. And it's not just based on one person. And so, you know, stuff is coming out. It's being exposed. Uh, Pete Buttigieg, they were talking uh, about impeaching him, but I don't know if they're going to get any headway on that. I do think, Trey, that these the, the congressmen and women, as well as the senators, they have to choose their battles of what they're going to focus mm-hmm. on because um, if, you, if you're going to spread yourself too thin, you're not going to get anywhere with anything. Yeah. But if you make yourself laser focused, so if they would just focus on Hunter Biden, like if they would have an intense team yeah. just focus on Hunter Biden, we'd get results like that. Yeah. But because they have a little bit of Hunter Biden, a little bit of January 6th, they just kind of go with everything that comes. And so we, we get very slow progress on 20 things instead of expedited progress on two things. Yeah, you know? exactly. So there's a lot going on there. Um, good news. Donald Trump, everyone, um, for 2023 is leading DeSantis mm-hmm. by a heck of a lot more. Yep. And I don't know what that uh, really is, if it was the East Palestine visit that mm-hmm. really boosted that or what. And, and personally, yeah. I don't think the East Palestine visit was a political thing. No, it I wasn't. think that's just the heart <clears throat> of Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah, he's and pulling ahead. He's pulled, he's been gaining month after month. He's been gaining month. a lot. And, yeah. and DeSantis has been. DeSantis has been losing a lot as well as other candidates. I think other candidates have been staying the same, but primarily DeSantis has been going down. And so that's a really good thing is we're coming into the summer and we probably would expect DeSantis to announce June, June, May. Yeah, if he's going to announce summer sometime, latest. That we see. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's really good there that's happening. And then, yeah, people just realize Trump's the real deal. Mm-hmm. People know, yeah. especially after CPAC, especially after going to Ohio, especially after they raided his house, especially after this, after that, after this. Every single day is just another reason. Every single day, the deep state and the Uniparty prove why we needed Trump every single day. And just like you said, from diversity hires, Bill Rogan and <clears throat> Russell Brand were talking about it. They both said they would they would vote for Trump in 2024. They said this has been a total s-hole you know what i'm talking about big crap hole it's just one big circus they said this is all just like what you're talking about diversity hires bunch of freaks running the government nobody knows anything about anything nobody know has any knowledge of how to do all this it's all okay you're gay boom black boom oh trans boom oh you're a dude who wears a dress boom you you hit the list right there's no qualification oh there's no there's no qualifications related to their part that is being checked off. It's all diversity. So they're not hiring the best people. They're hiring hiring weirdos and freaks and oh white white man who who dresses like a woman and steals woman luggage. Check check check. Cool. There Every, we go. Yeah. You know, it's people are waking up, you know. People are waking up. You you have <clears throat> It, Trump's going to gain more speed, right? And just like I said, they're going to they're going to they're going to kick up the attacks. They're going to kick up the attacks. We're gaining speed. Trump's gaining speed. MAGA is on the move. They know MAGA's on the move. They're coming for us. But there's nothing that can stop us. Look what happened. Uh Richard Nixon lost to JFK under some sketchy circumstances, right? Goes on to win the next two elections in an absolute electoral college landslide right Mm -hmm. look at it just like richard nixon just like ronald reagan trump's gonna come back 2024 and they can't rig it this time they just can't these swing states are most of them are getting their act together right and they know they cannot they know if they rig this again we already know the game we have cameras on them we have teams on the ground. We already know the game. They rig it again. January 6th, they will finally understand January 6th was a peaceful protest if they rig it again. That's all I'll say about it. There will be an there will be an uprising in this country that you would not even believe. You wouldn't mm-hmm. and I'm not calling for that, I'm not condoning violence, but I'm saying you rig another election, there will be repercussions that you know what? They really they're not. They're not prepared for uh, because they depleted the military. They have no force to back them. Most of the military still there probably would still not back them, right? But they're going to try. We're going to nothing can stop MAGA. They're trying to. That's why they're trying to stop him with prosecutors, federal prosecutors, state prosecutors, county prosecutors. They're trying to stop him at every angle. They're trying to lock us down for showing up to school board meetings, right? It's they're coming. So, but just know MAGA's thing, yeah. on the move. We're mm-hmm. looking great. Every we're looking great. Everything coming out right now is I think we should all be happy with everything being exposed, you know? Yep. Yeah, exactly. And it, it always it always will be exposed. It's sad that it takes so long, uh-huh. but um it'll come out. And it and in a way it kind of was better it's happening like this. Cause had Trump just won, they didn't re- you know, if they weren't able to rig the election and Trump was, you know, here now, 
there would not be a World War III on the looming, right? Russia would have never invaded Ukraine, right? We never would have gotten anywhere with Biden and the laptop from hell, right? We, we never would have seen the COVID origins. We probably never would have gotten to the bottom of that, right? Now Trump knows, right? Now the world knows all of it was a lie, right? Two years later, everything that they were saying proven to be a lie. Trump can get back in this now. One with like just what we were talking about on the job experience. He can go in and shut down World War III with a snap of his fingers. He can go and shut down Ukraine with a snap of his fingers. Now he's going to go in. He knows the rats. The rats have outed themselves. I mean, think about McConnell, how McConnell skated by for four years, was able to get under. You knew he was a rhino, but he kind of played it just good enough to where <clears throat> you know he wasn't really that big of a hindrance to Trump, but he still was. And combined with the Democrats and other rhinos, it was pretty much a blockade. But now he's outed himself to the point of no return. Mitch McConnell, Adam Kinsinger, all these rhinos, they have outed themselves to the point of no return to where Trump gets in. It's over. It's over. You have no leeway. You have no say. Nothing fresh. Trump's coming in. He's eradicating the alphabet gangs. He's eradicating signing uh, signing uh, ex uh, executive order. What was it? <clears throat> F or J. I can't remember what it was, but getting rid of dozens of thousands federal employees you know the swamp the true swamp right yeah I'm excited. Too, so there's too much government there there's too, too much. much government and yep. trump addressed that in 2016 mm -hmm. um he brought it up in a speech at cpac about his statement then and so it's still very much near and dear to his heart that there's too much power in government and it needs to be given back to the people. Yep. And so I think we're going to see that in 2024 as well. Um, those of you out there that might be swinging left or right between Trump and DeSantis, here's a little, uh, a little tidbit is that if you were to vote DeSantis, he could be a great guy. And I would, and I'll say this, this is on record is that, if DeSantis is the the nominee, um, I would vote for him as the Republican. I don't think that's going to be the case. I 100% uh, uh, believe that's going to be Donald Trump. But here's the thing. Any president that gets in there for the first time is going to spend the first two years trying to figure out who the good people are and who the bad people are mm -hmm. within their own party. Mm -hmm. You get Donald Trump in there, he's going to do in four years what it takes any other president to do in eight. Yep. Because he knows the game. He said this at his speech in CPAC. He said, I know the good people and I know the bad people. So he doesn't have to screw around for the first two years and and fire this person, fire that person. He can get the right hire in the first time and get them right to work. And these are people that he's not he's not going to hire someone if they're a dud. He's not going to hire someone if they're not willing to work 100 yeah. hours a week. Like that's just his character. And so you're going to get way more done. Like I think in 20 in 2024 to 2028, we're going to see it like uh, almost like a three term presidency in uh -huh. the amount of things that are going to get done and just wrapped up. You know, yeah. yep. 
And that and that's a huge win. Like that's gonna be a huge win. And it sucks. Like in 2020, man, I was hoping um that they would that um Pence would overturn the election. But um it didn't happen. And so now we're working with this. But now looking at it, like what Trey's saying, I think it's actually gonna be better. Yeah. And it was hard to see that then from for myself. But um And people are gonna remember that they're going to remember pre-Trump, they're going to remember middle, right? And then they're going to remember Trump round two, right? And people are going to see everything going on in these next four years and be like, when 2028 election comes up, they're going to be, we can't go back. We can't have business as usual. It's MAGA or die pretty much, right? Not, I'm not saying re-elect Trump over and over again. That's not in the constitution. <laughs> but what I'm saying is people like him, right? Right, because true people like him. Then maybe DeSantis does step up, twenty twenty eight. You know, and he he's an ally to Trump in his next term, right? And he really helps and changes stuff and and gets us up moving. That might be him. It might not. It might be somebody else. But anyways, we get to twenty twenty eight. People are gonna be, they're gonna see the best and they're gonna see the worst and they're gonna say we can't go back and there's no way that that that's really about what draining and killing the swamp is. It's 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 getting. It's getting we the people to a place of no return where we cannot go back, you know? Yep. Nope. So true. And um, it'll be interesting to see who he endorses in 2028, you know, if it'll be his VP or what. But um, anyways, everyone, that wraps up conversation. And coming up next, as always, education, which is key to making a difference coming up right after this break. And welcome back. Here we are. So the U.S. government, we're going to go over checks and... And welcome back, everyone. Had a little technical difficulty there, but hey, it worked out. So the U.S. government, we're going to go over checks and balances and and uh, go from here. So the Constitution created three separate branches of the government. You have the legislative branch, which is Congress. Congress. You have the executive branch, which is the president, and then the judicial branch, the Supreme Court. In order to make sure that one branch didn't become too powerful, the Constitution has these checks and balances that enable each branch to keep the other in line. So the separation of powers, the power of the government, are balanced between the three branches. Each branch has different powers. For example, the Congress makes laws, sets the budget, and declares war. The president appoints judges, is commander-in-chief of the military, and can grant pardons. Finally, the Supreme Court interprets the law and can declare a law unconstitutional. Checks on each of the branches, so each branch has its own check on it from the other branches that are meant to keep the branch from becoming too powerful. Congress. The president can check the Congress by vetoing a bill. When the president vetoes a bill, it has to go back to Congress and must be passed by a two-thirds majority in order to become a law. The executive branch also has some presence in the Senate 
as the vice president is considered the president of the Senate. Now, the vice president becomes the deciding vote in the case of a tie in the Senate. The Supreme Court can check the Congress by declaring a law unconstitutional. This check isn't actually a part of the Constitution, but is considered a part of the law since the landmark ruling of Marbury 5 Madison in 1803. Trey hit uh, the president on down there. Yeah, the president. The Congress can check the power of the president in a number of ways. Uh, The first way is through impeachment, where the Congress votes to have the president removed from office. The next way is through advice and consent. While the president can appoint judges and other officials, the Congress must approve them. The Supreme Court can check the president by declaring executive orders as unconstitutional. Uh, The courts. The Congress can check the power of the courts through impeachment. It can vote to remove judges from office. Many more judges have been impeached than presidents. The president checks the power of the courts by appointing new judges. The power of the Supreme Court can swing greatly on a single appointment. The Congress has a part in this check as well because they must approve the president's appointment. Power of the states and the people. Uh, The Tenth Amendment of the Constitution says that the powers of the United States government are limited to only those stated in the Constitution. Any remaining powers are kept by the states and the people. This allows states and the people to keep the power of the federal government in check through the Constitution. Um, Just a couple interesting facts about checks and balances. Only three presidents have been impeached. Andrew Johnson, Bill Clinton, and we know Trump. They fake that impeachment for him. Um, However, none of them were actually removed from office. Uh, Generals and admirals of the U.S. military are appointed by the president and approved by the Senate. If a president is impeached, the chief justice of the Supreme Court presides over the trial that is held in the Senate. As of 2014, U.S. presidents have vetoed a total of 2,564 bills. Only 110 of those were later overridden by Congress and turned into law. That's pretty interesting. So it's important to know how our government works, um, our branches of government, checks and balances, and, and how, how how that works. Um, we'll get into how laws are made. Maybe next uh, next episode or the episode after that, we'll get into that. But it's just important to have a general outline of what each um branch does and it's important especially when we have a rogue regime like this where it seems like they can just do what they think they can do whatever they want it's important to know what they can and can't do so whenever they have illegal laws unconstitutional laws unconstitutional executive orders we know that we can stand up and fight back right because if you don't know you don't know um and there's no way for you to actually fight back um if you don't know what you should be fighting right um so that's why that's important so we're gonna wrap it up joe you have anything else before we go yeah it's something real quick just to say a prime example of the supreme court where they said the supreme court can check the president by declaring an executive orders as unconstitutional prime example of that was this last summer right before the midterms joe biden came out and said hey we're going to forgive all student yep. loan mm-hmm And then they ran it, Uh, they did the election, and then I believe it was November uh, 10th, or it was like the day or two Mm -hmm. after, the Supreme Court came back and said, whoa, 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 whoa. The president does not have the power 
to forgive student loans. Mm -hmm. And so that's a prime example right there of saying, hey, we're going to keep you in check. You can't make a statement like that. Now, why did it take them so long? I don't know. But uh, that's a prime example there. And then the vetoing thing. That is interesting uh, what you're saying there, Trey, is that the, uh, there has been 2,564 bills that have been vetoed and only 110 of those were later overridden, which is what we just read, two-thirds of, of Congress, um, Congress yeah. has to vote for those to then be overridden. So it just shows you that when a president does veto, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty powerful, yeah. pretty solid. And then also the impeaching of presidents. Um, it's definitely not a common thing. And Donald Trump was an exception because it was a whole hoax. Both of them were. Mm -hmm. But it almost needs to become a common practice that, hey, no one is above the law. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe Biden, there's multiple things that you need to be impeached on. Hundreds of and things. Yeah, you know, Obama, there's multiple things that you should have been impeached on. Um, um, the list could go on and mm -hmm. on. So that needs to be a check and balance with the president and not a political, but an honesty to the people to say, hey, we're holding everyone accountable for what they're doing. So that wraps up education. And thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate it when you guys join us. And it's always fun going over the censored news and just exactly what they're hiding from us. And here's the thing. What they're hiding from us is the very stuff that you need to know mm -hmm. because that's the stuff that's going to move the needle the most. And that's the thing that's going to empower you to either vote for someone in mm -hmm. office or mm -hmm. empower you to do something because it aggravates you so much. Um, it kind of twitches a fire in you, ignites a fire in you. And maybe some of you need to go live on Facebook sometime or, uh, live on Instagram or TikTok, whatever it is. And, you know, as you're hearing some of these things that are being censored, if they, if they light a fire in you, maybe some of you guys need to go or women need to go and, and do live, live videos of yourself you yeah. know mm -hmm. and share your heart get it out there because if the people are silent they're going to keep doing what they're doing and that's not what we're seeing more and more people are rising up more and more people are taking a stand trey and i are here to grab the censored news and get it out to the people anyways that wraps up that thank you so much for joining us as always, episodes are released Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 p.m. Until next time, God bless.